Hey love, before we dive into the show today, I want to tell you about my upcoming email series, Alive Again. Starting on April 26th, I am taking people on a five email series journey back to their joy, back to feeling alive again. Essentially, the last five years have really sobered so many of us up. And in the best way, in really good ways, we are seeing more, we are aware of more, we are healthier than we were before, and also we're exhausted. <laughs> we, we've lost touch, and I say we as a collective, like we've lost touch with the, with the openness and the trust and the sparkle and the, the openness to life, the belief that things will once work out, that we once had. So many of us have burned out and wised up built shit, burned it to the ground, gotten stuck, had to keep going. And a lot of us, if you're listening to this, maybe you psychoanalyzed yourself a little bit too much and you forgot the simplicity. You forgot the goodness. You forgot how to fly high and feel freedom. And you forgot how to see clearly without losing access to the sweetness of life. If that's you, please join me in Alive Again. Again, it's a five-part email series supporting your spirit from stagnancy to spacious willingness, wonder, and wisdom. I'm sending the first email out here in a couple days, but if you sign up a little bit late, no worries. I can make sure you still get that email. Go to madisonmorgan.com backslash alive again to be sure to RSVP and receive these emails. It's 100% free and it's created specifically for this community. So let's dive into the show. Well, hey, and welcome back to Everything Belongs, a podcast exploring the subtleties of living, creating, leading, and thriving while in the deep end of life. I'm your host, Madison Morgan, life coach, consultant, and professional conversationalist. And today, my love, I want to have a chat about deservedness. So I was having a chat recently uh, with a beloved and they said something to the effect of, I don't believe I deserve all this suffering. Why am I experiencing this? And gosh, they were so frustrated and heartbroken by their own pain. And I related to being in that place. Like I, I know what that feels like to feel like, why is this happening to me? Like, what did I do to deserve this? And I responded and said, I don't believe you deserve it either. No one deserves to suffer. And yet like suffering is incredibly human. And the conversation broke open. It was private and I won't share all of it here, but it inspired this talk today, this conversation, because my friend, you don't deserve to suffer either. Yet you will. You don't deserve pain. Yet as a human, you will experience it. You don't deserve to die. Like what? And yet that is the one thing guaranteed for all of us. And so maybe asking if we deserve the hardships we have or the suffering we experience is missing the point altogether. Maybe suffering just happens. And maybe the stories we tell about it either amplify our suffering or not. A client of mine inside of Rising Sovereign, my leadership mastermind, recently shared the Buddhist metaphor of the second era with us on a group call. And it goes... The Buddha once asked a student, if a person is struck by an arrow, is it painful? And the student replied, it is. The Buddha then asked, if the person is struck by a second arrow, is that even more painful? The student replied again, it is. The Buddha then explained, in life, we cannot always control the first arrow. However, the second arrow is our reaction to the first. 
And with this second arrow comes the possibility of choice. Oh my God. Possibility of choice is like what inspires all of my work, right? It's where the idea of we can utilize our power and our sovereignty to take responsibility and make choices. And that to me is so inspiring. The possibility of choice within that choice is not only our action, right? It's what we do next. It's how we wield our power. It's how we take sacred responsibility for our lives and for ourselves. But it's also the stories we tell about the first arrow. Deservedness is a story a story rooted in a punishing paradigm. The truth is you do not deserve to feel like shit. You do not deserve your suffering. You didn't deserve your trauma. You don't deserve heartache or whatever financial troubles you're facing. Like you don't deserve it. And yes, we live in a world where choices have consequences that like cause and effect. I get it. But deserve, do you feel how that's just rooted in punishment programming? The idea that if you're a good little boy or a good little girl or a good little child, that you'll get rewarded. And if you're bad, you deserve punishment or goodness withheld from you. How many of us were raised inside this paradigm, be it in our families, our religious and spiritual myths, and in a culture with a grotesque and inhumane prison system? Like where is the dignity in deservedness? I don't, I don't think there is dignity and deservedness in a puritanical culture that believes good deeds when praises with God and that bad deeds earn eternal hell. It makes sense that we would carry these beliefs in other areas of our lives, even without realizing it. And I see this in folks who are religious and non-religious. I see it in folks who are into manifesting. I see it in folks who see themselves as a never ending project. I see it in many of the folks I coach as a superstition. It's, it's a superstition, right? Deeply rooted superstition. If good things happen, it's because I'm good. If bad things happen, it's because I'm bad. If I feel good, I'm doing good. If I feel bad, I must be bad. Like whenever I have lived that way, I feel wind whipped by life. Like I have bad days. I have sour, bitchy moods. Like I really do. And if I make that mean something about me as a person or my goodness or my deservedness, boy, am I in trouble. But I let it, if I let it be like a cloud, you know, kind of eclipsing the sun for a minute, that's a totally different experience. So let's talk about cause and effect really quick. So if I shop my way into thousands of dollars of debt, there will be consequences. If I trash my body with alcohol and non-nourishing foods, I will feel the consequences and vice versa, right? Like if I invest my money, I'll hopefully receive the benefit of that. If I really eat nutritious foods, I will probably feel better. And I can acknowledge like the real life consequences of our choices, but that is different than being deserving of pain or suffering. There are things about our lives that are within our wheelhouse of control. This is absolutely true, but they are much smaller than we think that they are. When we start getting our hands dirty in the wheelhouse of what's not our responsibility, whenever we start managing other people's realities or their perception of us or their experience of us, or we think we can you know, influence the economy or other people's choices, or why am I attracting all of these kinds of people? I hear this a lot with my clients who've had you know, narcissistic abuse. Why do I keep attracting the same kind of person? Well, like where it's good to look at, where am I, where's my behavior engaging with these people? 
but to believe that it's your fault that these people exist, like, okay, that's a little outside of our wheelhouse of control. No wonder we are suffering. The great misunderstanding for many of us spiritual folks, we have this belief that we can control the realities of life and that if we're doing a good job, it's all working for us. And if we're doing a bad job, life isn't doing what we want. But the reality is that life is just lifing and it means nothing about our deservedness. We mistakenly believe if we're good and we can control reality and if we're bad, we deserve to be punished. What if life is just happening? What if deservedness is a distraction from reality and the truth of who you really are? What if we can control so much less than we think we can? What if the joy and beauty of life is found actually in how we respond to what's happening and the stories we tell about it, not in what we make it like mean about our deservedness? Like, I don't know anyone deserving of suffering. Like, I don't know anyone deserving of suffering. And if you're like, I know someone like, okay, check yourself. Like you really believe another human being should suffer. Like, should they're deserving of it? When I think of my, the, even the most horrific crime, my heart still leans towards abolition, which as my friend Kai Cheng Tham describes as rejecting a world where prisons and policing are the answer to conflict and harm. I reject prisons and punishment and policing, which also means I reject putting myself in the prison of shame. I reject putting myself in a punishing position where I punish my own humanness and I reject policing myself and surveillancing myself. And that isn't to say I don't believe in loving justice or accountability, right? Like when someone causes harm to other people, there should be consequences to that. There are consequences to that. These are dignified answers of how to navigate harming one another, but it's not the same thing as being deserving of punishment. It's not. Loving justice and accountability are choices made from observing the consequences of my actions. They are coming from observing that my actions can harm other people. And they are how I'm responsible to my own life. Not because I'm deserving of punishment, but because I want to be accountable to my fellow humans. Do you feel the difference? So what if we started making our relationship to life the same? What if when we feel pain... We can see it as a part of life and choose to be lovingly responsible to care for and steward the pain, not because we deserve it, because it's here and it's happening. I have a great curiosity about what life could be like if we divested completely from the idea that we deserve anything. Life is happening and we respond. Life is happening and we're responsible for what we do next. Life is happening and the second arrow is ours to choose. My friend, you don't deserve your suffering. And if it's here, tend to it. If it's here, let it teach you something. It's not your fault. And it's here. One of my greatest prayers is that life may live me. And I know for certain, when I project my ideas about my own deservedness all over it, I stifle the flow. I stifle the goodness. And to me, this is the heart of the concept that everything belongs. To be able to stay open-hearted and say yes to life, knowing that that also means suffering, knowing that that also means heartbreak, knowing that that also means change and death. That's part of life. It's part of life. Not because you're deserving of it, but because it's present, it's here, 
And if it's here, it must somehow belong. So do you deserve all the suffering? No, you don't. And if it's here, what do we do next? I aim to answer some of those questions in the Alive Again email series, the five-part email series, not to answer like the great mysteries of life, but to help all of us have some better tools to wield what is happening within our control, what's within our responsibility, to take that sacred responsibility and to alchemize our suffering and our grief into something that is useful and service-oriented and beautiful and open to life again. Like that's really what I want. So if you are curious about the Alive Again email series and you wanna dive deeper with me, if you listen to the, the top of this episode, you already know the first email comes on April 26, 2023, if you're listening to this in real time. And it is a five-part free email series supporting your spirit from stagnancy and overwhelm to spacious willingness, wonder, and wisdom. It's going to be practical. It's going to be spiritual. And hopefully it's going to be something you can immediately apply to your life. Every single email that builds upon itself. So you can turn all that you've learned and lost and longed for over the last few years into sage wisdom without losing your wonder, your childlike wonder. So go to madisonmorrigan.com backslash alive dash again. It's madisonmorrigan, M-O-R-R-I-G-A-N.com backslash alive again. You can click the link in the show notes. It's right there for you. I really look forward to sharing this with you and to going on this couple week journey of feeling alive again. Well, as my grandmother Rose would say, I will talk at you later.